Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, here we are at the end of another week, coming up to the end of another month. Maybe it's a good time to stop and have a bit of a think. It looks to me like we're going round in circles. The same thinking that got us here is keeping us here. If I can mix my metaphors from circles to triangles, it looks to me like we're in a curious triangle, three corners of the same problem. Stuck. I'm talking about the junior doctor's decision to continue their industrial action for pay restoration. They're careful to avoid the words pay rise. They want to claw back the value of their wages eroded over time by, well, inflation, successive exploitative governments and, frankly, neglect and mismanagement by their trades union. You have to ask, if they're looking to restore value amounting to 35%, what has the BMA been doing for the last 12 years? Nothing effective is the answer. The BMA are demanding a huge amount of money. However sympathetic you are and however sympathetic you might want to be, to their cause, it's obviously a non-starter. They can't move, they're stuck because in the next corner is the government. They've said it's 6% plus a lump sum and that's that. Even more importantly, it's not just Bully Boy Barclay that said 6% and lump sum and that's that. The Prime Minister has said it, which means the Cabinet are fully signed up and even if Barclay is shuffled in the autumn, Sunak cannot now about-face. HMG has taken the whole problem to a new dimension. They can't move. They're stuck. And in the third corner, the patients, whatever their clinical priority, their sinister symptoms, their pain and discomfort coming up to a million people will have been bumped out of their place on NHS waiting lists. No one cares. The doctors have stopped behaving like doctors and governments have stopped behaving like governments. They're stuck. Everyone is stuck. Support for junior doctors has grown, actually, from 47% in January to 56% in June. And as Kieran Pedley, the research director at Ipsos, uh, the polling company, said, and I quote, findings reflect a consistent pattern whereby the public tend to be most likely to support strike action for professionals they hold a more positive view of. However, there is an important point. Ipsos interviewed a representative quota sample of 1,092 adults between 16 and 75 in Great Britain between the 31st of March and the 1st of April this year. The reason that's important, first, it was Great Britain and not England. And second, older people are more likely to be waiting for an NHS appointment, diagnosis or treatment. And people who have been actually dumped by the strikes may take a different view. Ipsos tell us data are weighted to match the profile of the population. Despite the huge numbers waiting, it is actually only a smallest percentage, say 13%, of the total English population. The real opinion we need to hear from is people being turfed off the lists. And this was an online poll likely to disfavour older participants and pollsters say they can adjust for this but I don't bite and they actually admit they say and I quote all polls are subject to a wide range of potential sources of error in other words their results could be meaningless 
YouGov, for independent age and, and their evidence they submitted to the select committee, included 8,000 people aged over 50 and found 10% of people aged 50 plus reported they were on a waiting list. In September 21, there were 699,823 people waiting for an orthopedic appointment or treatment, and it's likely a large proportion of these were people in later life, and it'll be even more now. 52% of people aged over 50 waiting for treatment said they were in daily pain. 55% said they have some difficulty with day-to-day -day activities, and only 15% of older people waiting for surgery received information about how to manage their pain and symptoms. So you can view this industrial action as a war and older people most likely to be hidden the hidden collateral damage. Doctors look likely to ignore how many are shoved off their turn in the queue. And despite the 55 to 75 years being the most likely people to vote and between 15, 2015 and 17, the Tories increased their share of the vote by about 5% adding a further 1% point a year later in 2019, the bulk of that extra support was from the two oldest age groups. Politicians still have tin ears. Older people have no union, no voice, and they're easy for youth and ambition to overlook. Take my advice, don't get old. Have the best weekend you can. Thanks for listening and I hope we'll speak again next week. Bye-bye.